Hello there and welcome back to the Blessed to Blessed podcast or if you're new here, welcome! So this episode is a start to a new short series on the podcast and the podcast's YouTube channel or the playlist on my YouTube channel at Rachel Moira and it's called thriving in life and for this episode i have a very special friend she was a classmate uh so far we've only been classmates once at oral roberts university she's amazing she's so encouraging and inspiring to me personally and so i'm so excited for you guys to listen to a part of our talk in this episode and we will be encouraging you to thrive in life through any season I wanted to ask about how we can stay rooted in God and his word through different seasons of life. Um, personally, I can see within my own generation, within my friends, within people online, um, how either people get too busy to get into God's word, or it's like, I can do it when I'm older, or when I'm done with school. And, and sometimes we miss out that right here, right now is where we can actually experience God's presence and encounter him. And uh, sometimes I hear experiences and testimonies of people who thought when they were working, that when God gave them that blessing, it's like, thanks, God, I'm good now. I'll get back to you when I need you. And so for you, I know that you have many experiences. So um, what are some ways that you have stayed like rooted and founded in God and his word and kept him first? throughout different seasons of life? Well, I can say that the scripture verse, you know, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and then all these things will be added. Yeah. Uh, that has been definitely evident in my life. And it's amazing how when we do put him first, and whatever that is, because that's going to look kind of different for everybody, um, and what he's asking us to do different things, uh, that yes, things do then God, like things just kind of unravel a little bit in my own life. Personally, when I try to like take control and try to figure yeah. things out on my own or try to perform and uh, all these different things and, and do things on my own strength. But then when I kind of give things to God, then, um, it's amazing how it's like, okay, thank you for putting the Bible into practice and doing what I've asked you to do kind of like in James, what James says, it's like, don't merely listen to the word, but do what it says. And I think that's one big thing as to be rooted and grounded is not just kind of read the word, but it's a personal relationship. It's an ongoing thing. It's like, if you, if you look at relationships horizontally, right. It's not that much different, you know, with God. And he wants us to continue to grow and pursue and learn about him. And, and we're never going to have things perfectly figured out, right? It's a constant learning thing. And we're going we're gonna to make mistakes. And we're not going to have the whole picture. And, you know, but when we seek him first, he'll, he's like a, the Holy Spirit will guide us yeah. in how we need to, to go from season to season. I'll share you a story. Um, when I was 20 and 
um, my grandmother, I called her Oma because I have a German background and she had Alzheimer's and my, my Opa, so my grandfather, he was her primary caregiver, but he passed away. And my family was, um, had that challenge of, well, she had Alzheimer's, she needed to be taken care of. So I actually moved in with her when I was 20 and took care of her and lived with her. And I spent a whole year with her and it, I call it my hardest year, but also the best year of my life. It was so foundational uh, for a lot of decisions that I make now. Um, it's, it's, it's actually emotional for me. It's such a, it's a, it's a good time in my life. It's because God really taught me a lot during that time about how near and intimate he is. And that when I said, like, when God gives you what you need, that is like that foundation he gave me during that time, because I didn't know what I was doing. I had no idea about Alzheimer's. I didn't know what to do day to day. But if we can have the confidence in God's ability, and the confidence in God's love and that he's faithful and that he's for us and that he wants the best and how much love has the father lavished on us. I think that will give us the confidence, even if we don't understand what is going on. And even if things are hard or challenging, God is above that. You know, he's not confined to the limits of this world and confined to the limits of our understanding. Yeah. And it's just um, that, that part has really cha challenged me through my life, knowing that going through that year with my, my grandmother, I know, I know without a shadow of doubt that God will give us what we need and that he walks with us and that he's intimate with us. And he, like, I would do things during the day with my with my grandmother, with my Oma. And I tell my family and my sister would be like, I have no idea how you thought of that. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know how I thought of that either, but I do know it was the Holy spirit guiding me. And it was God being with me during that time. And I had a hard time with commitment during that time. And I was like, God, I want to stay with my Oma until, um, until she goes into, a nursing home and I was able to stick to that commitment and being able to commit to something and to persevere through something and not give up. That's kind of an amazing thing too to walk through and to say, you know what, no matter what this looks like and no matter the time involved, God, I'm committed to you and I'm committed to what you've called me to do. And that that's an amazing thing to walk with God through. Yeah, our pastors um, been going through the Corinthians books the past Sundays, and we recently talked about how uh, we have to persevere because even though we're hard pressed and we might get stressed and pressured and, and we feel like we're, we're about to break, but we're not going to be destroyed and God is not just going to leave us. Um, one thing you said earlier reminded me of something he told me. When I was transitioning into ORU, he said, if I'm leading you there, I'm not going to leave you there. 
I'm going to be there with you and I'm going to take care of everything right now. That's what my family and I are doing. We're just trusting that if God led me here, he'll take care of everything else. And that's the same with our other uh, prayer requests and projects as well. And thank you for sharing that story. Um, I know that everyone has different stories and challenges that build up our testimonies. And um, it's really encouraging and empowering to see people who have persevered and who are bold enough to share their story with others. So thank you for that. Even in our subject, Composition 2, there was a story, Adam's Peace, and it opened my eyes to see like different uh, perspectives in life. It was so good. And um, so right now, is there anything else that you have to say towards people younger than you about um well if you wouldn't mind I would love to read a scripture verse of course and as an encouragement for that I just absolutely uh love it because we were talking about being rooted and established and thriving and sticking with and it's from Ephesians 3 16 to 21 and if you wouldn't mind I'm just going to read it through um because what's more encouraging than the word of God Yes, it it encourages me. So Um, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love and may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide, how long, how high, how deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Amen. I love so that. that's kind of it's a good one. I love that one. That's one of been one of my favorite ones, right? Um, and it's just Colossians also says, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. And I think that's a big encouragement I would have to someone maybe that's younger to me, um, even though I don't feel like I'm super old, but uh, is that even though. Like we all kind of, not all, but a lot of us have dreams and expectations and through life and frustrations and disappointments and things maybe not even turning out as we think. And, you know, the time factor, maybe things are taking longer than we think, or, um, you know, maybe people make decisions because everybody has free will, right? God has given us free will. And though we might decide something, someone might decide something different that goes like, what? And to be rooted and established in God's love. And he is our solid rock and he is our foundation. And no matter what, to continue with a heart of worship and a heart of thankfulness, that's God's will for you. Even though you might go through seasons that are tough and difficult and you're like, oh no, I need to learn about perseverance here. God is still going to walk through that with you. God is not the one that's going to disappoint us. God doesn't disappoint, even though we might disappoint ourselves and we'll be like, why did I make that decision? 
or other people might disappoint us or situations might disappoint us. God will not disappoint us. So no matter what happens, lean on him, on his word, what he says. Because we're not home yet. We're not in heaven yet. Right? It's not perfect. This world's not perfect. But God is perfect. Yeah. Amen. I feel you speaking to me, actually, me personally. What you've been talking about, it's like, yes, that's exactly what I needed to hear. Um, I'd just like to share a line of a song that says, there's a lot of bad days still coming our way, but a sweet ever after. And it was really nice to hear and, and the music video and everything just pictured how, yeah, this life is going to be hard. It's going to be challenging. There are going to be a lot of bad days, but God is perfect and he's with us. And the, the life we get to spend in eternity with him just can't compare. Um, so I'd like to ask for the people who are working or the people who are around your age, <laughs> something you would like to say to encourage them? Uh, I just really like what you've been sharing and saying, keeping God first. I mean, sometimes we can just get so caught up in the busyness of life and all our to-do lists and, and, you know, being responsible and getting things done and being there for people, being strong and, and all these different things. But sometimes it's just like, you know what? Put God first, right? It's really important. Like for me, I like to wake up in the morning, even this morning, just like the things that kind of root me for the day. It's like, I got to do that. doesn't matter how early it is. And that kind of sets you up for the day, for the season. Put God first. Even if it looks like you don't have time for it, Actually, you don't have time to not have time to do it, you know, so just do it, put it into practice and you'll find that it will work out. <laughs> yeah, that's one thing I also encourage the girls I lead. I tell them that me right now spending time with God 30 to 30 minutes to one hour in the morning now, that's like after eight years of struggling to wake up early before school and actually put <laughs> into practice that I have to spend time with God and not sleep in and not do other things. And it takes practice and he doesn't leave us alone and we have to seek him first and he'll really take care of everything else. I hold on to Matthew 6.33 as well. And I believe that God, if we're faithful in this season with what God has given to us right now and putting him first, then he'll give us things that we don't even expect. And I can also testify to that with what's happening in my life right now. It's amazing. And God blows us away. He's surprising at times as well. So that's definitely encouraging. Is there anything else you would like to Share, I do have one more thing to encourage. I do have one more thing to encourage um, you or anybody is that don't be surprised when troubles do come. Yeah. Scripture says, you know what, in this world, you will have trouble. So don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if it's hard. Don't be surprised if all of a sudden your mind is overwhelmed. Don't be surprised if all of a sudden things just start to unravel. Don't be surprised. Because scripture says in this world, you will have trouble. But in it, the encouragement is allow God to be God and to see how he can take that and, and be amazing and how he turns things around and he can take anything. It's, it's not from him. 
bad things are not from him, but he can take these things because he is big and he is good. And it's a time that you can see him come so close to you and change things and turn things around in ways that you could have never imagined. Like the scripture verse that says, now to whom is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine. So instead of looking at troubles and all these things as like, as something that's like, oh, I'm doing something wrong or, you know, like, will this never change? You're just getting super overwhelmed. Yes, I have done that too. But just to kind of, to switch the mindset and the focus, fix our eyes on Jesus and realize, oh, you know what, God, what can you do? What are you going to do to be expectant of how he can maneuver through that? And in that, at the end, being like glorifying God, right? Mm-hmm. I, I remembered a post I saw where it said Christians should be the last people or shouldn't at all be surprised at what's happening because God already said that all these things are going to happen and we have a hope that is our anchor. And um, what you said also reminded me about the importance of worship and praising God, where I think it was Rick Pino, where I, I read his sharing on worship and how it shifts our perspective from our situation to God. So worship is is magnifying God instead of our situation and what we think and our own ideas. And so that's a beautiful part of how God thinks of everything. He made us to worship him and to to desire and crave him, which is exactly what we should do since he's bigger. He's creator and all that we need. And he's definitely sovereign. That's a word that my dad shared to us last year. And with the pan- with the pandemic and everything and he said god is sovereign and we read some verses about that and it really reminds me because right now it's really obvious how we don't know what's going to happen in life the pandemic took everyone by surprise and that's <laughs> a sample of the different surprises that life brings but we have a hope in god and he is sure same yesterday today and forever so thank you for sharing this time to talk and to speak life into anyone who will be listening and viewing this. I hope and pray that they will be encouraged and empowered as well. And they may even just encounter God's peace and presence in a new way. So thank you for that. Thank you. I find this so fun just to talk about God and to connect with, you know, family around the world. So this is just fantastic. I love it. So to thrive in any season, stay rooted, grounded, and founded on the one foundation that will not be shaken, the one foundation who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Remember that Jesus loves you and he wants to go through this season with you. And always remember that I am blessed to bless, you are blessed to bless, we are all blessed to bless. Talk to you soon. Thank you.